0: In 1973, the New York City Police Department created a hostage negotiation team. It's not up against the gun. He's up against the man's mind. When you're defusing a human bomb, it's the same as when you're taking apart a real bomb. If you skip a step, it's going to blow up right in your face. Talk to Me tells the high-stakes true story of the world's first hostage negotiation team. It changed policing forever talk to me you know i gotta tell you i have so many garbage apps on my phone i never know where to look for stuff and recently i decided to clean house all the junk and clutter gone this leaves me with my most cherished apps you know the ones that can do it all like my live one app music events news podcasts comedy oh And actual musical stations curated by humans, not those robots, hanging out on Bezos's yacht. All this on one tiny little place on my phone. I've become such a fan of the app. We here at the Adam Carolla Show will give you three months free. Jump on to LiveOne.com forward slash Corolla to lock in your deal today and with inflation at an all-time high. This is a huge savings. Live One.com forward slash Corolla for three months plus for free. No ads. Get it on. Got to get on the show. I'm going to get on. Welcome to CarCast. Man, of course, that's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. Over there. What's going on, man? Hello. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
1: Uh, We're kicking off January. January gets me excited because then there's Scottsdale Auction Week. (laughs) I know. You uh,
0: texted me a Mira SV.
1: Yeah. I thought we would chat a little bit about some of the... uh, uh, the upcoming stuff. I'm sure you've creeped on some of the auction websites over the holiday break. You, you know what? Surprisingly, no. Really, for the first
0: time ever, I had not snooped around what's coming up in Arizona. What is it? Middle of January? It's
1: it's kind of end of end of January. Um, you know, Barrett Jackson. I think is like. 21 through 29 they do the big thing you know and some things have changed i don't think gooding is out there i think they do their auctions online and the next in-person one is amelia um, uh-huh. uh which by the way amelia island was was purchased i think Haggerty, and now it's called the amelia and they're doing the auction there but rm will be out there of course barrett jackson will be out there um there's a few things that popped up that caught my attention. Uh, one, the Mira SV that I did send you.
0: Well, maybe we should uh, bring up the RM at uh, Arizona auction
1: Yeah, let's, uh, auction let's car. that website, I haven't, uh, Ben.
0: I haven't had a chance to look at it. Now, the Miras are weird because there was a Mira S, I think it was an S, that went a couple of weeks ago somewhere in Europe, right? And uh, the reason we talk about Miras is because I had a bunch of Miras. And the Mura's, and and we sold our Mura's probably at the lower end of the Mura market. Although I can't complain too much because I I bought one, basically, you know, the first one I bought, I was on a run to buy a coffee maker or a toaster or something, <laughs> yeah. and I bought it for you know three hundred and twenty grand or something like that. So you know. Crimey a river, sold right? It and we
1: sold those cars to get the 935.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> and all that's fine. But what I'm saying is, is it was a lull in the Muras when we were selling them. We were like, what the fuck is going on? And I've always been uh, the Mura SV is the most beautiful original transverse V12 supercar in the world. The the most. Why yeah. is this not more? And it, you know, and look, I remember when. They were two fifty and then I remember there were nine hundred and whatever. But they were about two million bucks, two million in change when we sold ours and essentially broke even but lost on on the rehab of the car. But I was just like, these things are these things are gonna go up. They're gonna go up. They're gonna go up. Now yeah. the thing that's weird is I've been seeing like an S when a couple of weeks ago and a few and I'd look at the I'd look at the estimate and sometimes it was like Euro evaluations or estimations, but they translate and it'd be like $879,000 to $975,000. And I'd be like, it's going to go over a million. These cars are over a million bucks. And it it sold for 1.2, you you know, Um, but the SVs, even though they've always been kind of double the price of the, of the S's, This one at three to three, five, and I think they should be more than double the price of the S's. But, and this is a beautiful color and blah, blah, blah. But um, still, this one seems a little ambitious price estimate wise. So three
1: to 3.5 million. Now, the one we're talking about, it's it's blue note, which is a great color. The silver wheels, but with the nickel knockoff. Yeah. Right is nice. yeah. And that light gray interior actually works pretty good because they've got the rocker panel in silver yeah. that really kind of matches. So this is actually It's beautiful. This is a beautiful car.
0: And uh and it would be the first Miura to break 3 million bucks if it if it if it gets there. But I still think it's a little ambitious we'll have to see now is there anything else that was going off at well, that auction so there
1: was a there was a couple of um there was a couple of things that caught my attention also in the muscle car world rm has a very rare corvette and it was kind of a factory uh drag race car and at the time it was expensive it was like 10 grand which i don't know in today's dollars i think they figured out it was like 80 something thousand bucks what year
0: are we talking about
1: uh, ben could find it. It's a red Corvette convertible. Well, Ben,
0: just pull up the website and we'll scroll.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and while he's looking that up, uh, the one car that, that you will find at Barrett Jackson, by the way, is uh, – and we'll dig it up in a minute. But it's a it's a Mustang Coupe that Shelby built for Ken miles. But he didn't drive it. It was sitting and waiting for him. Right until his death, so it's an interesting story. So uh, a competition so, coupe, yeah. So right over to the red, that Stingray Z uh, ZL1. Um, so the
0: uh, so it was a Mustang fastback. Like no, a, it was a coupe. Oh, I'm sorry, it was the
1: notchback. Yeah.
0: Oh, a notchback. Like a '66 or something, or
1: uh, yes, we'll 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 look it up and we'll see. But an interesting story around that, so we'll get to that as well. But this this is Corvette. This is a ZL1 convertible. There was only a handful of these made, but uh, now we're looking at a two and a half to three million dollar, or two point six to three million dollar Corvette. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, like you were saying, maybe that that Mira SV is a little high. Forget the S V part. This is the Corvette for Mira S money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um and it's one of those instances where it really, it's weird on the American cars. It really comes down to the con- configuration. Like it's a whatever code, which means it has the posi diff and it has the 410 and the only one with the manual. Like they really start to nitpick the mm-hmm. build sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't get a lot of that as much on, on some of the cars like the Lamborghinis. Like, you know, there's the dry sump and the, you know, the, the the single sump versus the dual sump. And, and it was like, okay, but I don't know if that moved the needle at all. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. about
0: look, you, you get air conditioning or factory air conditioning, split sump, um, which, by the way, I've talked to guys in the know and they're like, the split sumps no better. I like them the other way or whatever. Yeah, it, it doesn't, it does, it doesn't does, make a difference. It didn't matter. It doesn't wasn't matter. like a big, a all big right. difference. Uh, the only thing you'll get with a Mira is engine matching. You know, numbers matching. Yes. Uh, other than that, it's neither here nor there.
1: Right. And the other pieces. Like, when they built those mirrors, they did stamp that number on, like, the rear clamshell and the front. and They
0: stamped them on the louvers. Yeah.
1: So, it, it was interesting that... I, I'm sure they just did it as a way of assigning assembly pieces, probably because one... A clamshell didn't really fit as well on right. another car, right? So it was just kind of the fit and finish right. of the car, of right. uh, like you know, we talked to people in the past. who are like, why is the e-brake on the left of the driver and some on the right? And they're like, mm-hmm. eh, it depends on who put it in, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like, kind of all the pieces needed to match the original mm-hmm. pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, this is uh, for the muscle car guys. Muscle car guys, a '69 Chevy Stingray ZL1 convertible. This is a big money car. Um uh, interesting that it's a it's an uh, an rm car not that rm doesn't get muscle cars but uh, i will i will know.
0: give you my beef with the uh muscle car guys and the muscle car prices yeah. with cars like this right now which is glad we brought up the Muir sv the Muir sv is the Muir sv uh, the, there's no optioning it out. There's no big block or small block or anything like that. And there's that.
1: no mistaking it for something. Exactly. Okay, there so you go. So <laughs> what I'm saying is,
0: as is, is nice as this Corvette looks, I could find one that looked like it for sixty grand. Yes. And that's the problem.
1: That's you're so right, exactly. So it's, it's
0: sort of like saying, you live in a this 1,400-square-foot t- home, ranch house in the valley. Is worth five million dollars. And then someone would go, but everyone in the neighborhood is one point two. And they'd go, Yeah, but Liberace lived in this one. Right. And it's sort of like, yeah, but it still looks like the house that's next door. Yeah. You know what yeah.
1: I mean? God the, forbid it's a condo where they literally right, are right. all the same. The Mura
0: <laughs> looks like a three million dollar car. Yeah. There's no mistaking it. There's no version of it that's under a million bucks, even if you got the P. These days, and that's my problem with the Cudas that the Hemis and the convertibles, and and not to mention,
1: yeah, you are fighting for the spec, you are not fighting for the style of the car. And anyone can
0: do a knockoff convertible Cuda, Hemi, w- whatever right. you, you know. Can it, you can clone, you can do the clone car, tribute car. There is no cloning of an SV, yeah. So that's kind of that's the rub for me,
1: yeah. I, I, and look, you're right. Some of the the most expensive cars are that way, right? You're not going to do a, a, a tribute McLaren F1, right. <laughs> you know, uh, the Jag 220, the XJ 220 that we like. There's a handful of those cars that you can't really get there. But this is big money for a muscle car. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of interesting. And uh, to your point, Porsche 911s, you know, 911s. You know, for those who are not really, really in the know, it's like a lot of them look the same. The spec is what's different. Um, Somewhere on the list here at RM, Ben, I want to say there's like a 97 uh, Porsche 911 Turbo S. And, you know, it's kind of last of the air cool cars. And the turbos were starting to get money. We're starting to get – starting to see – I don't know, three four $400,000 or something like that um, from, you know, Canapa and bring a trailer, and they just keep creeping up. They just keep going. Um,
0: well, let's uh, go to yeah. the main page and scroll a little. We should talk um, –
1: What's the estimate on this Turbo S? Is so that 550 to 650? Yeah. Yeah, 550 to 650 for a nine, uh, 97 911 Turbo
0: S. I remember clearly – I did Loveline. Patricia Arquette pulled up in one of those. It was maroon. And um, I think she was – I think she got divorced from Nicholas Cage. Oh, yeah. And she just pulled up, like, in her divorce car or whatever. And <laughs> I was – I walked out to the parking lot after a show or something, and I was looking at it. And she had a hamper, a basket full of laundry, like, in the <laughs> yeah. back, on the shelf in the back. And I was like, oh, she's – this is too much car. She doesn't deserve this car.
1: This is Nick Cage's car. But that car <laughs>
0: was at the time, uh, I was probably eighty grand or something. Yeah, or, or less. I mean, uh, yeah, they keep going up. Go to the main page, Ben, and let's just see. Scroll, and we'll see if we see anything like. We should talk about our friend uh, Ken Block, who passed, yes. uh, who was just, you know, just a one of one dude. He was just the dude.
1: You know, uh, Goldberg and I were talking about. Uh, talking about him earlier this week as well and i was saying that you know we we've done a, a number of things with him we did the tv commercial and stuff with him got a chance to sit with him many times had him on carcast in the early days carcast 10 12 years ago right uh, but uh ken block was he, he he was a he was a pioneer like in the content creation making it mainstream in the car youtube videos and his mm-hmm. marketing and building mm-hmm. a business around it like just uh, an icon of a person as as a driver, but also as a business owner
0: yes um, d c shoes
1: yeah, just uh, incredible stories there, so absolutely tragic,
0: yeah, uh, I don't know what happened other than I imagine he was just kind of getting after it on a snowmobile and something happened
1: that's as much as we know he 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 posted uh on on his social media, on Instagram, the snowmobiles. He's like, I'm going to dig him out. We're going to go for a ride. He went out with a few buddies, but he wasn't with anybody at that particular time. And, uh, as far as I know, they just found him underneath the snowmobile. So I, I, I really don't know. I can't imagine what his family's going through, but
0: yeah, a good dude. Um, great driver, great businessman. And just, uh, well, just all around, you know, we got to spend some time in the trailer with him and Mm -hmm. this guy. And, when we were doing a shoot at, with him a couple years back and uh, just a, just a dude. I, there's nothing there's nothing there's no higher compliment. I can pay a guy when I go, that guy's just a dude. Yeah, like, I, I love those kind of guys, but who who are unique and interesting and innovative. But at their core, they're just a
1: dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he will be in
1: our, our talks is kind of a quiet, humble guy. Yeah, as, yeah. You know, as as elaborate as his, his image and his brand has become, but uh anyway, he will be missed. Condolences to his family. So
0: uh there's some interesting cars down. There's an Iso Griffo down at the bottom that's I'm always kind of I kinda of like those cars. I like the Italian cars with the American power plant. Yeah. Uh yeah. which are uh, kinda Kind of cool.
1: By the way, these Lexus Lfas, these are million dollar cars now, right? Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. mean, this is this is amazing. And uh, uh, the modern Ferraris, have they gone? Um, the The F twelve TDF is <clears throat> is is big money. Um, there's some pretty pretty interesting stuff now. You're starting to see a lot of these uh, uh, more modern Mercedes come up.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, the black.
1: You know, like the SLs and the AMGs and the Hammers and, uh, <clears throat> you know, some of those cars from the 80s have really starting to go-, go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's uh, – Ben, hit
0: it on the Ferrari Daytona. Let's see if they're going to be ambitious with that estimate. Yeah, because the 365
1: they're st- GTB, the Red Red.
0: They're starting to – they're starting to inch up after being 500 – k for a million years they're finally starting to make their make their way up
1: what does that say say five to six five hundred to six hundred okay fifty to six hundred thousand
0: okay that is that is realistic they normally they've been doing like a 650 to 775 with a no sale at hammering out at 535 right you you know what i mean right
1: this guy wants to sell his car (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: yes. Five fifty to six is uh, is good. I I still think it's a million dollar car that's not been that never gets to a million bucks. But I still I still I still like those cars.
1: This is the this is 71, the seventy one the three sixty five GTB four Daytona. Yeah, I I think it's a cool car. I always thought that was kind of a cool car.
0: Did you? Uh, I
1: think Sammy Hagar still has one.
0: Yeah well again remember if you are ever talking about that car you got to go it's a pig at under 120 miles an hour but yeah. once you get it over 120 the thing comes to life yeah. and then everyone thinks you're a winner <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but no one goes no well one goes maybe in the movie gumball rally um you drove around a mercedes eqs 580s i did i
1: wanted to tell you a little bit about that but um uh, ben, while I talk about the Mercedes, go to Barrett Jackson and look up that Ken Block. I'm sorry, Ken uh, Miles uh, Mustang. It's white with the with it's, the blue. It's skulls.
0: funny if you call it a coupe, I never think of it. You, I, you have you would, to say you, would have, not, you have to say notchback, or I won't. Yeah, get yeah. It.
1: But also, you would have glazed over it because you wouldn't have thought it was like a real car because of the notchback, and be like, ah, eh, it's a clone, and and like, why is it a feature car? Um, so, uh, it, it doesn't look impressive, but it was built for Ken to do some racing, and this was going to be the next car he got into after he was doing the testing when he died. Right. So, here we've got a great story about a car, that yeah, a Shelby-built car. Yeah,
0: and everyone's, obviously, the movie Ford v. Ferrari just opened things wide open because a few years ago, it would have been, who the fuck's Ken Miles? Right. And and, right. and Shelby, oh, I think I know that name. But Shelby's name was on everything, so yeah. who cares? You know, but this is this is now with the movie something different. So it was built for Ken Miles.
1: Don't think he drove it. Didn't, didn't get a drive to it, drive it.
0: It was built by Shelby
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh or Shelby's guys. And I'm trying to think so and and it doesn't have race history like it wasn't taken out by someone else afterward. I don't or know you
1: uh, Ben you can skim through the through the description through the story on it to see if it was ever raced or if anything ever happened. It's all kind of long and and tiny on on, on our screen here. so skim through it and see if it was ever raced at all uh, but Ken never drove it and it was a race spec vehicle that uh, you know that he was intended to to race. And I don't know where it's been or where, where it's been holed up for, for all of this time. Well, if it has – Maybe it just didn't seem like it was worth anything because it was a notch back and Ken didn't get a chance to drive it. And Yeah, you know. if it had
0: any significant history, that would change the price. If it was just raced locally or something by someone we didn't know, it's not really going to change the price of the car.
1: Right. And I would I would think in that description it would say built for Ken Miles and raced by so and so. Right. <laughs> right. <know>? All right. <laughs> so it just <clears throat> was just kind of there. Yeah. So
0: let me can I guess the estimate or does it have an estimate? Um
1: I, I don't know if it has an estimate because Well then uh, you
0: guess the estimate. Uh, let's guess. I if it has an estimate. It may not, but let's guess anyway.
1: Um yeah, I gotta think about where the the Shelby cars. So, uh, w- without any recollection of what the, the cars are going for, uh, five hundred thousand.
0: Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I mean, without the movie, it's eighty five thousand bucks. Yeah, or one hundred and twenty five thousand bucks. I mean, it's the movie is is what does yeah. it right, and all this sort of. Retro Ken Miles love, you know. Um see, if, if if it was a fastback, it would do a lot better, I I would say. Um but it you know looks pretty good in the white with the Wimbly is it Wimbly white or blue? White. white, yeah. Um Wimbly white. Anything built by Shelby's a, a good thing. I mean, for Christ's sake, his uh Toyota two thousand uh Sold a year and a half ago for two two million bucks or two point two or whatever the you know I mean that was all Shelby yeah, right that's there was all no Shelby. there was no not a bunch of history to the car not a bunch of historic drivers or races or wins it was just Shelby yeah so we like the Shelby team stuff you know sort of original not this shit you know the Dodge Charger that he put his name on in eighty seven you know but the this this stuff. Uh, it won uh, first place at SCA, SCCA Nationals in Wichita, Kansas, in 1968. Well, that's something. Yeah, but so, not... it, so it
1: was raced. Yeah, so it has race history. Hmm. Um. It is Shelby. There's a Ken Miles story to it. Not really a Ken Miles car, but there's a Ken Miles story to it. Right. I- I'm sticking to that 500.
0: I'm. I'm. I'm I'm saying they probably want 500, but I, I just don't think there's enough there. I'll I'll go in the mid-threes. Yeah. okay. I, I just don't think – I just uh, set an A sedan lap record and tied A production Corvette Don Yanko. Ooh, Yanko, for the second fastest lap ever to run at Lake Afton, which I don't even know if that's
1: around. So these are all good facts, but they're reaching. You know, like these are the things that you – you know – like if it had something big, you wouldn't even mention this stuff. But it doesn't have something big, so you gotta mention this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like it's just it's 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 not quite there. But
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: but look, I, the fact that Ken Miles didn't get a chance to drive it and it is the notch back, I think uh you're right, hurts a little. But I don't think there's a lot of Ken Miles story stuff trading right now. Right. So this might be your kind of only opportunity to get something significantly a Shelby Ken Miles story. There's a nice mm-hmm. story there. Mm-hmm. Um and I I pack it up with there's enough Mustang and Shelby collectors out there that mm-hmm. you get two guys in the room and they need this car.
0: Yeah, that's true. All right, so the uh, Mercedes all electric SUV. I don't even know what that looks like.
1: Yeah, so uh it's an EQS 580, uh the SUV. So the sa- sedan has been out um for a little bit and uh this is the SUV. This was kind of interesting cuz I know um uh, your lease is going to be up on your your Aviator and we talked about Range Rover and and electric vehicles. So I drove this one. The 580 is the the bigger version um Horsepower um, ways. I got about 300 miles of range out of it. It's 536 horsepower, 633 pound feet of torque. Starts at about 127,000 for the 580. You can get it up to about 150,000. It is a three row vehicle. It has a little jump seat, little back seat, little mm-hmm. two, two person, little tiny two person. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's probably not quite up to the full experience you would expect from Mercedes. I think it could be a little smoother. I think the brake pedal is a little wonky, um, but it is still a beautiful vehicle. Uh, getting into that all EV market with a three row SUV is very interesting for Mercedes. Um, I will say that uh, there's a bit of a learning curve. The technology on this is is a bit over the top. If you look at the interior, it has this massive uh, screen going all the way across the dash. Um, I know the, uh, the sedan version has it as well. Uh, the passenger can control some of the stuff, and then there's the center section, and there's the gauge package in front of the driver. Uh, I... It, I've driven a lot of cars over the years, and this one this one took a minute. This one takes a little bit of a learning curve. Not that you can't figure it out and everything's there, but that massive screen, I still think they put a little too much on the touchscreen. There should be some some analog buttons that you should be able to control with some air conditioning controls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one thing that just kind of annoyed me was the center console armrest, uh where you kind of lay your wrist down, mm-hmm. there are some more buttons, and they're kind of the flush, like, haptic touch buttons. You can see them on the center console, Yeah, and I kept hitting those goddamn things with my hand, I uh, I, I yes. just didn't like it.
0: Ergonomics is huge for me, and there's just nothing worse than bad ergonomics and you'll rest your arm down and the windows, you know, the radio station will change and then you'll have to train yourself not to put your arm down because uh, things are too sensitive and it it, it drives.
1: <laughs> it just seems like those buttons could have been, I don't know, maybe moved forward to the, the front of the storage or, or something. It just wasn't in the right – it really wasn't in the right place for me. And And by the way, if you have like – a, a pet or something like that that jumps in and, and gets on the center console, 100% they're pushing the buttons. You right. know, like, there's just... I don't know. It's just not the right place for them. Um, so I would say for a first foray into an EV, SUV, on Mercedes part, um, this is a definitely a viable competitor to anything that's coming out. Um, and Tesla as well. Uh, but... I think like with almost everything EV that's out is, you know, we're not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. I, I think if you've been rolling around in an S-Class, you know, mm-hmm. for the past decade and you're, you're a Mercedes customer, mm-hmm. this is going to be an interesting step. I think you're going to miss some of the typical ride quality and, and quality that you'd find in Mercedes. But if you're coming from maybe one of the other brands, I think, I think you would like this vehicle. Yeah. Uh, but aside from that, it was fast and it ran well and it was quiet and it, you know, it did everything it needed to do. It was just a few, just a few quirks, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to take five years to fix. This could be like this is the first version. Maybe there's over-the-air software updates and they could fix a few of these little things. They're not going to move the buttons on the center console, but you know, uh, that could be something that comes a year or two down the road if there's enough thought. I
0: think uh, I've been. I mean, I'm I'm in La Cunada and Malibu, so I see more I see more EVs than than any you know anyone in Wisconsin. Yeah, right. I see <laughs> I see more EVs in ten minutes walking down PCH than someone who lived in Wisconsin for eleven years. Right. I mean, easily. Like I do remember when um, I was playing a show in. Somewhere in Appleton, Wisconsin, I remember. And first I as I pointed out to the uh crowd, um you would see uh scions. Was it scions? Who's the manufacturer uh, offshoot of GM? It was Scion.
1: Wasn't Scion? No, no, that's no, uh, no um, it
0: wasn't Scion.
1: Um uh,
0: but it sounds like Scion, yeah, right? Yeah. I can't uh, even think of the fucking name of the car. That's Saturn. Saturn. Sorry. Yeah. Scion and Saturn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd walk around Appleton, you would see Saturns. Yeah. of Quite a few Saturns. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I was like, this is how you know you're on the road. Like, you know you're not in LA when you see Saturns. And then there was one Tesla, and it was like, it stood out. Like, it was oh, just yeah. parked, but it was like, there's a. Tesla.
1: Yeah, and the guy's a, a, from out of town. <laughs> sea
0: of Saturns. Yeah. So I see I see a lot of these cars. And it's, uh, you know, Kia's, Kia's putting out a ton of material with these cars. Mm-hmm. Like I'm seeing lots of Kias. Kias were kind of few and far between five, ten years ago. Now right. it's every third car. I'm seeing Kias like I'm seeing Hondas uh, now. So –
1: that, um, the the whole the, the trifecta of that company Genesis Hyundai Kia uh, they've had an incredible year moved a lot of vehicles
0: yeah they're <clears throat> they're on it and uh, and I still you know I've I've been saying I've been saying for years by the time my kids get their first car we'll be there and it seems that way because ne- neither one would have their license at sixteen and a half so they'll be twenty three. <laughs> And, but didn't as,
1: Sonny pass his test?
0: Sonny passed his test. Yes, I drove. Uh, How
1: many times? It's like Kim Kardashian taking the bar.
0: <laughs> it's like Mayor Villaraigosa taking the bar. He <laughs> failed four times and never took it a fifth. And then we made him mayor.
1: <laughs> and then we made him mayor instead. <laughs> Isn't that awesome?
0: Hey, let's take one of the dumbest guys to ever try to take the bar. By the way, it's not like Villaraigosa tried, 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 and passed. He tried, 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 and realized quit. he was stupid and quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we went. You should run one of the biggest cities in the world.
1: Is it multiple choice? Because uh, if eventually, like four. If there's like four multiple choice answers, and you've taken it four times,
0: I've talked to a <laughs> lot of dingbat lawyers in my life, like <laughs> the bar. Anyway, um, he Sunny took path. it the second time, and mm-hmm. he passed it. Natalia's whiffed, I think, two times, and I'm trying to get her back for. A it's Third time, the
1: driving test or the written?
0: The written test, you got to do the written one first, and then you do the driving one second. Okay. They're both, uh, Natalia's a you know professional driver, like, she or her <laughs> driving skills are fine because we've been around the neighborhood 2,000 times, yeah, with, with her. Um, Sonny is, um, you know, Sunny's okay behind the wheel, too. You know, you do the you know, you do the go. Get some laps in the parking lot on a Sunday, but um, Are they
1: doing the parallel parking and the and, you know reverse and the you know just trying uh, to. They're
0: uh, they're both fine mechanically. It's it's the test. It's the written test that I got to get them on. And and to be fair to them, the, the, the written test is you, you know. How far is the following distance when you're going 35 miles an hour? And it's, 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 there's just multiple choice and it's who knows. You always just pick the safest, the furthest, you know, it's all out the window because, you know, we drive in LA. They want you, you know, they want 10 foot space for every for every five miles an hour. So if you're going 60 miles an hour, you should be 120 feet away from the car in front of you, which means three other cars just slide Slide in front of you. Like there's no, it it has no application in the real world. Right. Is what I'm saying. But I think, I think they'll get it. And I, I think, I think a, I mean, there's plenty of good electric right now, but I mean, I mean, where are we going to be with electric in 3 years i just feel like there's going to be so many offerings and so many choices
1: yeah everyone's rushing to get it done uh, you know um you know ford's working on the next f150 lightning for 2025 but that platform is going to be the ev platform for the lincoln navigator and the ford expedition as well instead of what i have which is an f150 basically converted to an ev Mm -hmm. Now they're going to do sort of a dedicated platform, and that gives them a lot more ability to create more vehicles.
0: All right. Let me tell you about our friends over at Snap-on. Today's episode is brought to you by the makers and fixers of Snap-on. Makers and fixers. They keep the world moving. You find them in factories, repair shops, roads and rails, building and maintenance, everything. Uh, Makers and fixers they're the backbone of the automotive world, aviation, agriculture, mining, marine, military and um i just i just love the guys who work with their hands. What what can i tell you? I used to be one of those dudes. Um it's they're, they think in a more in a clearer pattern. I don't hear crazy things come out <laughs> of their mouth like i do from all my college educated friends. Uh and uh i know uh you guys enjoy the Makers and Fixers as well. It's not just a job, it's a calling, and they want to hear from you. So share your story at makersandfixers.com slash carcast, and check out the Makers and Fixers on Instagram. And you know, over
1: the past couple of years, I've been building my Snap-on collection. It takes a little bit of a while, and I, I say collection, but uh, luckily I get to use the tools. But I went in and started picking up um, all of this stuff now that's in the foam the cutouts. They have the really mm-hmm. good, like, oil-resistant, easy-to-clean foam, mm-hmm. and and it's so well-organized. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sort of building from scratch, so I have the opportunity to to, to go with all the foam stuff first, but mm-hmm. it, uh, it's fantastic. And I just saw some of the new stuff, uh, some of the foam sets that are coming out that I uh, hope to get at some point, but I... I i dig it
0: best day of my life oh, is touring the factory <laughs> coolest place. Best day of my life <laughs> all right you can go to uh, adamcarolla.com for all the live shows because i'm coming to a town near you i think i'm coming to philly this weekend and, and then, then
1: uh texas in a couple weeks dallas john popper.
0: with john popper that'll be awesome you just go to com and i'll have all the live dates there what do you got matt
1: uh, I'll post uh, some of the stuff up from the uh, the EQS and this uh, Lexus that we drove, and I'll uh, put it all up on my social media at Motorina.
0: So, until next time, Sam Grohl from Matt, the Motorator, DeAndrea, saying, Keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel.
1: For the latest updates and call in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCastShow. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com.
0: You know, I gotta tell you, I have so many garbage apps on my phone, I never know where to look for stuff. And recently, I decided to clean house. All the junk and clutter gone. This leaves me with my most cherished apps. You know, the ones that can do it all. Like my Live One app. Music, events, news, podcasts, comedy. Oh, and actual musical stations curated by humans. Not those robots. Hanging out on Bezos's yacht. All this on one tiny little place on my phone. I've become such a fan of the app. We here at the Adam Corolla Show will give you three months free. Jump on to liveone.com forward slash Corolla to lock in your deal today. And with inflation at an all-time high, this is a huge savings. Liveone.com forward slash Corolla for three months plus for free. No ads